what's up everybody uh this is the new episode of devin the bear and we do have some fights we're going to talk about uh but first we're going to talk about a fight that's uh unsanctioned uh it happened in a gym between uh ufc fighter sean strickland and uh brazilian jiu-jitsu specialist orlando sanchez yeah and it was quite the altercation that didn't without having to result in a real full-on brawl but um you had sean strickland who's getting ready for a fight with uriah hall and he's sparring uh with his group of guys and he and orlando sanchez uh were just kind of talking back and forth with the other guys in the gym and i guess sanchez got a little insulted by sean strickland making the joke that he doesn't need to be in the gym he doesn't need to be there um and if you don't know Orlando Sanchez, he is a big, uh, big boy. He's yep. thick boy. He's yep. big and round, but he is as tough as like they come. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's a pretty hefty guy, but he's amazing at jujitsu. If he gets a, a hold of your limb, he'll tear it off with ease. And he and, uh, Sean Strickland were having a back and forth verbally. And then whenever they started actually like grappling or sparring with each other they start to kind of wrestle a little bit and they clinch up and they're kind of pawing at each other's faces and then sean strickland leaves his arm in there which gives uh sanchez kind of a arm crank and he just whips his uh hips into it and torques on the elbow and hyper extends a little bit on sean strickland's arm and he does this like punch to his face and then a spinning back <laughs> fist and then he teep kicks him in the ch- in the gut <laughs> and it's just like what the hell man yeah and then like it's it, i mean it was really funny watching it go down but uh it's, it's funny it, it is funny but it's really fucked up where orlando sanchez did just because it's like he's got a fight coming up man uh if you want to teach somebody how not to do it you can at least like pause and be like look like this is the position i have because he's going for like this underhook under his arm, and so Orlando Sanchez would tie it up, and pretty much like hook at the elbow and push with his like put all of his body weight into the push, and it can tear up your shoulder, it can fuck your elbow up, it can break your arm. I yeah, mean, it'll hyperextend your elbow at least. Yeah. Um, it's what John Jones did to Glover Teixeira. And yeah, uh, whenever they were going going at it, Sean Strickland doesn't like it, and he starts. Uh, talking a lot of crap to sanchez and sanchez is like come on bro how is it dirty tell me how it was dirty it's a submission how is it dirty uh, it's a move i'm not trying to do anything that's cheating i'm not doing anything illegal it's a submission you wanted to spar and now we're sparring uh and so anyway they go back into it and he does the same thing <laughs> and sean Strickin gets pissed off and ends up walking out and J- jason perillo was like are you serious right now yeah. and i'm like you, dude you saw what the fuck happened you're literally watching them go back and forth like i don't think sean strickland wants to spar with that guy like we're just roll with him he doesn't want to grapple yeah. with him he's like fuck that he's gonna try to hurt me i have a fight coming up like that's a dick move to try to hurt me if i have a fight coming yeah up. it's it's one thing to uh give a guy some tough sparring matches uh but it's another thing to overdo it and kind of have a lot of um like force in the different things you do um so if you end up just kind of overdoing it, you're going to end up hurting the guy, and that's really bad sparring etiquette. Nobody likes that, uh, especially when you're, like you said, when you're going into a fight. So he's going against someone like Uriah Hall. He needs to be very smart with what he does. As we've seen, if you do something against Uriah Hall, you could break yourself on him. Yeah, or he breaks you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that, there's a lot of other matchups that have happened. Um, oh yeah one of the things orlando sanchez told him right after he did that he's like well you said i didn't belong here you said i didn't belong being here and sean struggling was like i was just talking shit like we were fucking around the whole time which um yeah i mean hopefully they get that figured out Uh, they got a little personal i I do i I will say i don't think i don't know how often strickland and sanchez spar together but i don't think it's very often no um and if it is it won't be anymore yeah, no, they're going to avoid each other at all costs, and I mean, I think it's best. Yeah. Unless they uh, get a big fight going yep. in the gym. <laughs> Have people pay to come see it. I pay to see it. Uh, but yeah, there's there's been a lot of really good matchups that have been made. Um, a couple of them are like uh, Angela Hill is against going against Tisha Torres now, so Angela Hill finally got her fight set up. Yep. 
since uh, the one with Amanda Hebos kept falling through. I don't, I don't know how that fight's going to go. Um, I definitely see a decision happening though. Yeah. Uh, Tisha Torres is very good in the clinch, very good at with her wrestling. Uh, Angela Hill, pretty good, pretty well-rounded. Uh, but I, I just, I see both of them having trouble getting the job done. So I think that fight will go to this, uh, decision. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a good fight for Angela Hill. I think uh, if she if she wins this fight, she'll finally break into the top ten. And yeah. uh, I think where she's at in her career, she needs it. Um, and Tisha Torres, she's been on a little bit of a losing streak. And so uh, it's definitely going to see what happens. But, I mean, I think it's finally cool to see Angela Hill finally step back in the st- step back into the ring because she's been waiting around for Amanda Hebos, who was having issues with the COVID-related symptoms and stuff. So... Uh, well, hopefully we'll see her back. I mean, I'm not sure when the fight is happening, but the fight has been made official, though. And so uh, another good fight that actually got booked is I'm excited for is uh, Vincente Luque is taking on my, uh, Michael Chiesa. That one's really exciting. It's happening um, the the UFC 265 card. That I th- I feel like that fight's going to be dictated on whoever keeps it in their in their zone. If it yeah. goes to the ground, I mean Luque's got great submission. He's got great ground ga- ground yeah. game, but case is on another level i think yeah than than luke is but if it stays standing i don't see kiesa being able to keep up with luke i don't think so either and that's the where the thing is is like does kiesa want to take him down and have to fight against uh, another high level jiu-jitsu guy or stand up with him but i think visit luke has a better stand up for sure um i think case has got the better ground game though yeah um any anytime he's gone to the ground he wins the fight the only time it didn't happen, Kevin Lee, but that one was kind of weird, and I think they need to run that one back. Yeah. Um. He it was a kind of a he didn't tap, and then the ref stopped it. Yeah, and, and uh, no one knows what was going on. Yeah, there. and all fucking referees just stopped the fight too early. It was Mario Yamasaki yeah. who just like goes in there and lets these guys be warriors and fucking die, and so um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think in that fight with him and Kevin Lee, though, I think Kiesa would have went out. Oh, uh, eventually. It, it, it was looking like it, but Kiesa was real quick to get pissed off, and it wasn't one of those, like, he didn't know what was going on. Yeah. As soon as it happened, he was like, are, wait, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? I'm perfectly fine. I'm yeah. just waiting for him to stop. Um. So, I don't know. Uh, Yamasaki could have went and checked his arm, seen what was up. Yeah. I'm sure Kiesa would have been like, no, I'm good. Get up, go away. Yeah. Um, but... Anyway, I think Kiesa and Luke is a great matchup. Um, another one is going to be Rafian Stotts and Magomed Magomedov. That one I think is going to be really fun. Yeah. Uh, Rafian Stotts is uh, he's from Texas. Uh, he's from Houston, and I think uh, I think he's got a, he's going to make a big splash. I really do. Uh, but he's got a tough test now. Magomed is good. Yeah. So nice they named him twice. Uh, he's a, he's, I think he's another one of the um, Eastern European wrestlers, but he's also got heavy hands. Mm-hmm. So it's not an easy test for Stotts, but pulling for the Houston boy. Yeah. Always. That's what it's it's gonna be definitely a good one. Uh, one fight that I'm excited for on paper, but I also know it's probably gonna be kind of a boring fight is Askar Askarov taking on uh, Alex Perez. Yeah, um, Alex Perez is fun to watch, mm. I think, but Askar is good. Yeah, he's really good, and I think whoever wins this fight is going to be fighting Brian Moreno for the title. I would assume so as well, and I feel like it's going to be Askar. Yeah, um, it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be a dominant performance by him, just because time and time again that's what he's done. Yeah, so it's hard to go against that when that's all we've seen from him. Um, if it's Alex Perez and Brandon Moreno, I think that's a really fun fight. Yeah. So that'd be really cool. Um, Brandon Moreno is going to, if they have the trilogy fight with Figueredo, we'll see what happens. But I think if they move on from that, I think you see Brandon Moreno in a lot of fun fights. Yeah. Unless he has to fight Asgard. If he has yeah. to fight Asgard. I think I think it's his only going to be his only non-exciting fight, though, like you said. I yeah. agree 100%. Just because... He's going to have to work on his wrestling and his jiu-jitsu. And Askar Askarov is really good, 
but just his finish rate is to where it's like, okay, I get it. You're dominating fighters. And this is what I said before is like, you're dominating fighters, but you're not finishing the fight when you yeah. can, you know? And, uh, Alex Perez is going to be bouncing back from his, um, his loss to Davison Figueredo for the title. So he's coming in and he has something to prove as well, though. You know, Hey, no, like I'm top, I'm, I'm ranked number four, but I should still be fighting for that title. You know, especially now that it's a new champion. Yeah. Um, whenever there's a, a champion switch title change, um, the guys that just recently lost to the previous champion kind of get to put their names right back in it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of cool for him. Uh, but it, yeah, I think, I think Brandon's going to have a, a fun title reign. I think I, so too. I think he keeps it, uh, again, unless he, unless he fights Ascar, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, it is, it's, again, it's just, it's hard to say Ascar's not going to win when they, that's what he's gone in and done every single freaking time. You see him and Adesanya at the photo shoot after the fights, they get eating pizza together. Oh yeah. I thought that was yeah. super cool. Yeah, man. Brandon's a cool dude. And they got, uh, Marlon, uh, Marais is taking on, um, Marab. Rob Yep. As much as I hate to say it, I think that's another boring fight. I think so too, uh, but because Marab has shown he has stand up and he yeah. he uh, he mixes his takedowns well with his boxing. But Marlon um, Moraes isn't gonna sit there and let that happen. No, and uh, Marlon Moraes is. I mean, he always starts off strong, but he doesn't ever do anything after he starts off, though. You know. Yeah. And I think that's the issue too. Is like you know with where Marlon Moraes is at, he needs this win if they fight, and he's fighting a tough fucking guy. And he absolutely needs this win if he's going to go in there and do that. And um, it's just it's just really going to be just, it, will he be able to work against the takedowns and do that? I know he has pretty decent takedown defense, but he gasses out. Marab is going all fucking all day, you know? Yeah, he doesn't stop. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't see, I see that fight going to decision, though. I don't think he finishes uh, Marlon Moraes. Yeah. He has a lot of decision wins. His win streak is on right now. He hasn't stopped anybody since. I, I could see Marlon, Marlon Moraes uh, getting a submission from the bottom. Yeah. I could see that happening. And so that's what I would like to see it. Uh, you know, somebody actually threaten this high-level wrestler yeah. and give again, actually just force him to have to just stand up. And then that's when it's like, okay, that's Marlon Moraes' fight. And the know? thing with this new style of wrestling that's been coming in is the handcuff behind the back and locking up the legs. Yeah. People can't do anything against that. Um, but I think once people figure out like, Hey, if you start positioning different, if you stop holding yourself up in these angles, they can't get that. Yeah. So eventually someone's going to break it and we'll see, um, the, for now, the last matchup we'll talk about is going to be pretty exciting one. I think Curtis blades and Yarzino Rosenstruck. Yep. I think that's a good matchup to make. Um, striker versus grappler. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I think Rosenstruck, can keep things going yeah because he's shown that he can knock you out at any any moment and curtis blades has shown that he can get knocked out at any moment (laughs) because he's so predictable um he's so good at what he does but he's predictable Mm -hmm. so i see that fight going to second or third round and then rosenstruck getting the knockout every time i think of curtis blades now i think about that guy that called him i was like you got knocked the fuck out boy (laughs) It, it, oh, that uh, was so funny dude that was it was super fucked up but it's really funny it's hilarious um i don't know i mean well the thing with curtis blades is like i think he's a good fighter but he talks a bunch of shit and then he goes in there he just and yeah. he'll just lay on top of you for five three to five rounds uh he did it to alexander volkov and yeah. it's like that know, one was real bad because he had said he's like, i'm gonna finish him like this yeah. is my fight this and that and he goes out there and he does that it's, and it's then, in guard yeah, like and th- so he and then he goes in and fights Derek Lewis and th- that was he was getting the better of the fight. Like yeah. he was he was getting the better of the stand up and he was mixing up his takedowns pretty well. But Derek it, was just waiting for it. And then he fucking went in there just very obvious, just um, just went for that takedown and then fucking what's his name just threw everything. And Derek Lewis just threw everything into the uppercut. Yeah, and then I was Put like, him, man, stiffened him up, got starched. Yeah, I think the way that Rosenstroke fights, I think it's the same exact thing. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. I, yeah. I feel like I do feel like it goes a little longer because I do think Curtis will get he'll get a takedown or two in the first round. Yeah. Um, but after that, I think Rosenstroke's gonna figure it out and he'll be all right. So, yeah, yeah. Moving on to the PFL five um, and the prelims, we got a couple familiar names. You have Tom Lawler. Um, who has announced that this will be his final MMA run. Um, 
after this season of PFL, he's going to retire and he's going to probably stick to pro wrestling. So that's pretty cool, pretty sad. Yeah. But it's it's going to be cool to see him compete in PFL. He's going to be in the fighting in the light heavyweight. Um and then as far as the main card, we're going to have Vinny Hayes fighting Antonio Carlos Jr. And I feel like that fight could easily be exciting or it could be not exciting whatsoever. Yeah. Uh it's all going to be in I think in my opinion it's what Vinny Mago Hayes shows up. Do we yeah. get the amazing grappler with the incredible jujitsu who puts people away real fast with his submissions? Or do we get the guy who seems to overthink things and then ends up getting grinded out into a decision because he never really was in the fight mentally? Yeah. I recently watched um, his match of Vinny Magalay's match against um, Craig Jones. Yeah. When Craig Jones just twisted the fuck out of his ankle when Craig he did Jones, attack. man. I mean, it was just that dude's awesome. Yeah, he is. I get I I often whenever I have to think about it whenever it's him and then like Paul Craig is fighting, my first thought is jujitsu because both of them are such great jujitsu guys. Yeah, and then I have to like distinguish which one is which in my head, because they're they're both so good at jujitsu and just happen to have Craig in their name. I saw, <laughs> I was I saw this YouTube comment and this shit said. Um, it was whenever Paul Craig told Jamal Hill, he's like, you have some nasty-ass breath. And Jamal Hill said, "You got, yeah, I got some nasty-ass hands, too. Someone was like, yeah, you got a nasty-ass arm, too. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just gonna be, just depends on what shows up with that. Carlos Antonio Jr. and Excuse me, T- Antonio Carlos Jr. Yeah. He had a pretty decent UFC run. Uh, a lot of the people that he was losing to, I mean, they're top guys. You know, he just, uh, I think what it, when they finally decided to push him, to fight and you know build up his stock he couldn't hang with those top guys but him coming to pfl i don't think it's a bad move for him at all but i mean you have Vinny magalese who just has the experience who has uh shown that he's grown as a fighter as well though i mean he's not just jujitsu even though i mean you don't ever want to go to the ground against that fucking guy though and And the thing with that fight is it's going to go to the ground yeah um but what's cool with that fight is i think carl uh antonio carlos jr doesn't mind taking it to the ground um, I think uh, he is confident with reason yep. to take it to the ground, even though it's Vinny Mogulhays. Uh I just, if Mogulhays isn't there mentally, he's not going to win. Yep. But if he is, I don't see him not winning that fight. Um, the next fight is going to be um, Cesar Fajaya and Chris Camozzi. That one's going to be a good one, hopefully. Yeah. I think it's going to be a quick one. It's going to be so fun too. to watch for probably the first couple minutes. Uh, I see Fahey getting the knockout on Chris Camozzi, but, I mean, Chris Camozzi is so always too. in it. Yeah. Uh, Fahey is coming off of a 37-second uh, knockout against uh, Nick Rorick. He, uh, yeah, he knocked him out back in April in less than a minute. And it's like, yeah. you know, you look at what he's doing. Uh, this guy, uh, he never really had a bad run in the UFC. Uh, he he, I mean, he has wins over like Jack Hermanson, Nate Marquardt, Anthony yeah. Smith, like top guys. Um, but he's also had losses uh, some other guys as well. You know, he's lost to Ori Masvidal, Sam Alvey, and Andrew Craig. Oh, excuse me, uh, CB Dalloway. He has a win over Andrew Craig. So he's been around the block. But then you have Chris Camozzi, just the same same thing as well. Yeah. But. It's like, you know, you look at his last performance and he didn't look very good. His last performance was very lackluster. Uh, I was really hoping that he would look good. I was really pulling for him. Yeah. Um, and he just couldn't ever get anything going. Um, so, yeah, that's another fight I see. It's either going to be a slow fight or it's going to be real fast. But I I, I'm leaning towards it's going to be real fast. I think Caesar Ferrer is going to knock him out pretty quick. Yeah. Honestly, or choke him out something. But I see Caesar's not going to let like, get past the first round. I don't. I don't think so either. Yeah. He, uh, he won the uh, Ultimate Fighter Brazil. I mean, he's been he's been around. And I think he knows how good he is, and he wants to prove a point that hey, that those couple losses I had in the UFC don't really mean anything. I'm a great fighter. And you have Chris Camozzi, who's been around for a while. I think it's nuts he's fighting a lightweight, light heavyweight now. Yeah. See it now, it's like it's completely different than what I remembered you at. I remember from the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't want to cut weight anymore. No. I don't I, blame him. I don't he's, either. He's a big dude. And so I'm trying to remember, what did he weigh in at whenever he fought at, uh, was it for uh, the Ultimate Fighter? What weight class oh. was it? Middleweight? I want to say he was I, on the same season as Court McGee, the yeah, Liddell season, like right? A, I, was, I was thinking it was middleweight, um, and he's pretty lean. Um, not so much anymore. 
No, no, he's thick. Um, and then you have um, Dan Spawn as that that fight. I feel like is going to be. Or I'm sorry, um, Dan Dan Spawn is going to be fighting Emiliano Sorti. That fight, I feel like, is going to be another one where it's just one guy's going to get outclassed. I I, I like Dan Spawn a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't think that he gets the win. Emiliano yeah. Sorti is good. And I don't think Dan Spawn is as good as him. No, no, I don't think so either. And I think um, Sorty's coming up, and this is just kind of what he's going to do. He's going to go because with the PFL, it's weird because you have guys who are really good that are coming up, and you have guys who are on their way out. Yeah. You know? And I think Dan Spawn, uh, just with the just looking at his record and kind of doing some research on him, it's like I don't think he's able to keep up with a young guy like Sorty. And yeah. so uh, I think he's going to go in there get outclassed by somebody else. But hey, we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. Um, and then the co-main event is going to be Ray Cooper against um, Nikolai Alexakin. And I don't see that fight going past the first round. You don't think so? No. I think, I think it goes Ray to Cooper decision. gets a knockout. I think it goes to decision, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like yeah. it's either going to be Ray Cooper by knockout or Nikolai by uh, decision. But Cooper has submissions, though. He does. Yeah. Um, but I think he's going to want to stay off the ground. I don't blame him. Yeah. See so. the last name like that, get the fuck up. Just keep your distance, <laughs> honestly. So that's what I'm saying. I think uh, I think Ray Cooper's so fast with his hands, I think he gets a knockout. Yeah. And uh, I think, I mean, I, I could see it definitely happening, but I think uh, Alex Sean, I'll, <laughs> how do you say it? What's his, fuck it, what's his first name? Nikolai. Nikolai, Nikolai. Alexakin. I think Nikolai, um, I think Nikolai Alexakin. rides him out to uh, Alexakin. Yeah, I think he takes him to a decision, though. I, I don't see him finishing uh, Ray Cooper. Yeah. But I um, I really like Ray Cooper, though. I do. He's uh, so fun. He's fun to watch. He likes to go out there and he just likes to throw down. But, yeah, I'm going to go Nikolai for that one by decision. Then we got Roy McDonald, Gleason Tebow, a couple former UFC veterans, uh, Bellator veterans, and now they're in the PFL. Um, I don't see how Gleason Tebow could win this fight other than a puncher's chance just because he's such a heavy hitter. Winning can land. Matt Sarah versus GSP. Yeah. Uh, Puncher's chance. Like, yeah. I, this is, yeah. We have, uh, we want, we want GSP, Matt Sarah. We have Matt Sarah GSP at home. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're getting. But I think, uh, McDonald's going to go in there and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I think so you. too. I, uh, in Glacier Tebow, I mean, I'm surprised he's still fighting. I don't know how the fuck he's still fighting. I don't uh, know. And he's fighting at welterweight, which that makes more sense. Because uh, if he was fighting at lightweight, I'd be like, dude, you've got to stop. You cannot keep yeah. cutting weight like that. And then put he cuts like uh, 60 pounds. And then the night of the day of the fight, he puts back on like 40. Yeah. It's an, it's mind blowing. Uh, I don't know how he does it, uh, but he makes it work and he's always healthy. So now he's fighting at 170. So I think that makes a little bit more sense. Um, but I just don't think. I don't think he can handle Rory McDonald. I don't think so either. Rory, Rory McDonald. McDonald has shown no signs of slowing down. No, it's insane to watch him fight. Like, I think about it, it's like this dude was like, well, he's 20 when he got in the UFC, right? Yeah. And, um, I mean, he's like in his mid, like, like early 30s, and he's still just as good. Yeah. Uh, I wish he would have stayed in the UFC, but, I mean, hey. he was able to leave and make great money and still show he's oh, at the top, you know? I think he's much happier outside of the UFC. I think, I think so the too. UFC just. It was constant competition for him for so long that he had to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, he had been at the top of that division for a long time. His fight with Carlos Condit is so fun to go back and watch. I think that was, like, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think I think Rory McDonald's going to be all right. And I think he's going to handle Gleason Tebow pretty quick. I think he's going to manhandle Gleason Tebow. Yeah. I, I really do. I, I don't see this fight. I see maybe the second round. I see going in the second round. That's what I was thinking with yeah. uh, McDonald's last fight, and then he got a submission in the first round, pretty early, like within the first couple minutes. So I, I was think, like, yeah. Okay. I think it's time though he knocks out Gleason Tebow. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I mean, if it went to the ground, he could handle himself against Tebow. Yeah. But I think uh, his best bet is go ahead and finish him on the on Watch the feet because you're so much longer and faster than him. Some wild just Kevin Gleason Tebow is gonna get like a like a first round heel hook. No, don't say that. <laughs> it's just gonna like uh, shock the world. 
And so, um, so yeah, so there's a PFL fights that'll be coming on uh, Thursday night, and looking forward to those. It's always kind of fun having fights in the middle of the week, honestly. Besides, yeah. yeah, it really is because like sometimes I just hang out and I'll put them on and just put it on mute and I'll just play video games that have going on on a different monitor. Yeah, and just hang out and do that. So, yeah, we got UFC Vegas 29, um, which uh, is going to see a lot of really really fun names. Um, Chaos Williams is one fun one that's going to be on the prelims. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, he he needs to start stringing some wins together. He really really does. He needs yeah, to he get does. some wins because uh, I feel like he's very promising. Everybody wants to get behind him, but he just doesn't always get the win. Uh, so he's got to change some stuff up. We you hope to see a different fighter. Um, so that that one will be hopefully going his way. Um, as far as in my opinion, as far as I'm concerned, I hope he gets it. Um, but starting off the main card, we have Matt Brown and Diego Lima. That fight's obviously very exciting. Uh, is this going to be Matt Brown's last fight? I hope it is. Did he say? Did he say anything about him retiring? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. But why do you hope it is? Uh, I think Matt Brown should have retired on his last win. He said he was like this. Is what happened? So Matt Brown retired. He always says he can retire though, but. No, but he like openly said this is like it was a big deal. And yeah. uh this I wanna say his last win what his last win he uh I forgot who was against. He went in there and he won and he had made it very open. He's like, No, this is my last fight, like I'm retiring and um and one of the things that Daniel Cormier told him was like, you know, what happens is is um you know, you retire but you when you retire on a win, you think you can still hang with these top guys and so you really don't so you're gonna come back. He's like, It happens. He's like you, you retire on a win, you come back and then after that, that's whenever you say um, you come back and you realize, like, no, I should have stayed retired. I don't know. I think I think he can hang with the top guys, but I don't think Lima's one of them. I don't think Lima's the guy he should be fighting. Right. Uh, that's a scary fight because Lima's good. Um, but Matt Brown's also very good. He's very, very uh, well rounded in the striking game uh so i think anything that lima throws at him he's gonna be able to handle it and just fine i don't think so i think he can i mean obviously he can get knocked out well, lima can knock anybody out yeah but i'm just saying i think uh i don't think matt brown's ever gonna look uncomfortable or i don't, I don't think he's ever gonna look behind in the fight i think it's gonna be a very good fight um and if someone gets knocked out it's probably gonna happen <laughs> bless you thank you Ugh. It's probably going to happen. Someone's probably going to get knocked out in that fight. Um, I think Matt Brown gets knocked out. Uh, Miguel Baez pieced him up really quick last yeah, time. Yeah, Miguel Baez is good. Yeah. I mean, Diego yeah. Lima's good. Diego Lima's real good, too. I'm just yeah. saying, like, some some guys are real good. Yeah. I think I think, I think Miguel Baez is going to – he's going to be a real, uh, the real deal pretty soon. Yeah. And he's so long. What's that? He's, he's so long. long. Yeah, he's long. Um. Lima's not that long. Lima's long as fuck, dude. Not as long as Miguel Baeza. You don't think so? I don't think so. I don't know. Lima's pretty fucking tall for a welterweight. Um, Pull that up. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> so uh, um, Lima is uh, six foot two. He has a seventy-five inch okay. reach. And then you have uh, Miguel Baeza. Excuse me, I'm trying to go as fast as I can. You're good. Uh, I didn't realize he was six he's, two. He's six two also. Yeah, and okay. uh, what's it? Uh, and he has a seventy-four inch reach. So oh, they're about has, the same. Yeah, Diego has a. Lima's uh, got a one inch. inch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, sucks, Matt Brown. He's also younger though. But uh, Miguel Baez is only twenty-eight. Yeah. You know, he's twenty-eight. He's young. He only has two losses. And his well, actually, excuse me, he only has one loss. He was undefeated when he went yeah, to Ponzinibbio. And, and that Ponzinibbio, was, that was a really close fight. Yeah. Um, I think Miguel Baez landed the better shots. Yeah. He he definitely landed uh, the better shots, but he just didn't land as much. Um, so, Matt Brown, Diego Lima, I don't know. Yeah, well, then again, I do think that like, it's hard. You can't really do, like, it's hard to do MMA math, but it's also hard to compare fighters because Diego Lima and Miguel Baez are completely different. Yeah, I don't, uh, maybe that's you know. why I don't think Diego Lima is as long as he is because yeah. he doesn't fight long, and he, Baeza and I does. I don't know why he doesn't, but Miguel Baeza, he fights long, but he also uh, he pushes for the finish, though. Yeah. It's, well, Lima does too. Yeah, I mean, he's had a couple. His past past couple wins have been by decision, but I mean, we fight he, at that level exactly for so long. Yeah. Like it, it gets hard. Exactly. Um, yeah. So 
that'll be an interesting matchup. I, like I said, I don't think that one's anything short of exciting. Um, I got, I, I'm, I don't know that this is what I believe is going to happen, but I want Matt Brown by knockout. I would like to see Matt Brown win. If he wins, I want to see him retire. Though. Give us a nice combo that ends with a head kick knockout. Yeah. And then retire. And then be like. On hey, Diego Lima? That'd be awesome. That'd that would be, be awesome. And then I'll be like, we will just completely ignore that Donald Cerrone knockout. Like, yeah. Forget all that. Yeah. He was winning that fight, too. That was, fu- it was fucked up until he got knocked out. I, yeah. I don't care. Matt Brown. Uh. His name is the Immortal, but I think he will be immortalized by that elbow knockout of Diego oh, Sanchez. Sanchez when he fucking killed him for like two he seconds. He reared back on that elbow so bad yeah. and just blew his head off with it. That was so dirty. Yeah, I love that one. Um, it was a dirty ass knockout. Uh, he also has really good submission ones too. Uh, the next fight, uh, I'm very happy about. Uh, one of the fighters, anyway. You have uh, Bruno Silva, who just is coming off a knockout win that didn't get talked about as much as I thought it would. And then you ha- he's fighting Wellington Terman. Beef Wellington Terman. Beef Wellington. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, is that really his fight name? I wish. I was about to say, man, that's so cool. He should definitely be calling himself that. Nah, man. He's a douchebag. His name's The Prodigy. Oh, my God. Had- what do you think? If, if, well, he, I don't. Well, he's from Brazil. I don't think he knows what Beef Wellington is. Why would he know what Beef Wellington is? Well, because like, he's gonna go by Beef Wellington Turk. Well, where's he from in Brazil? Hold on. If he's from like favelas, I don't think they eat Beef Wellington in Brazil. Well, you don't. I don't. I've never eaten Beef Wellington in my life, but I know what it is. I want to try Beef Wellington. I want to make it. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks so nice. The bread is so flaky and. Nice. It's like a pastry dough around like a fucking steak, like a nice cut steak. Yeah, man. I like mushrooms, good. and it's got like a nice mushroom paste on it. I don't know how I feel about the French, the the English mustard wrapped around. You got to paint the fucking thing with it. This is, this is foreshadowing our um, culinary podcast. It's <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll do we'll do a Christmas special. We'll cook a beef Wellington. We'll do a live stream. Um, but yeah, he's no. from Curitiba. Curitiba. Okay. No, he he might know. He might. Anderson's brought that place some a little bit. I mean, he, he's, I, he's, I, I don't think they eat Beef Wellington over there. No, but again, I don't, they don't eat Beef Wellington in <laughs> Pasadena, Texas. Uh, yeah, you got a point. You know? I wish they did. Anybody had Beef Wellington, let us know. And please uh, like, use the fucking comments, man. What's it called? For the love yeah. of God. Yeah. I mean, seriously. What's it called? Uh, we... we it's it's uh, we tell people all the time use the, use the comments on our YouTube. To, yeah. To uh, if you listen if you listen on Spotify, find us on Instagram. Let us know what you think, or comment on YouTube. You know, PM us, talk some shit. Yeah. Talk, tell us stop being so stupid. Tell us you don't like our voices. Tell yeah. us you don't like us. Yeah, That's Jacob. fine. Do that. Yeah. I'll fight them. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening, any anyone, and you know us, show up, pull up. We That's set fine. up like a street beefs thing. <laughs> no <laughs> I didn't think about it um, But anyway Wellington Terman, uh, Bruno Silva I think Bruno Silva gets a knockout Just because I'm still hyped up about that last knockout he Who got um, He was on the prelims of one of the last cards recently um, I don't know I don't remember if he Um Got knocked out of the night. I kind of think that he did. Um, let me see if I remember. Victor Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was May 22nd. So I'm, I'm hoping Bruce Silva by knockout. Yeah. Just because I want him to do well because was, he was so fun to watch that night. Um, and then moving on to one of the other fights. Uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, Bruno Silva definitely has the power to knock out um, what's Wellington. Wellington, yeah. He's got to go by something else, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Willie? I think he goes by Willie. Uh, not sure. I'll fucking, uh, I, I wish he went by Beef Wellington, though. He really should. Especially because he's a light heavyweight. Like, yeah. this makes sense. So. Um, But then we got um, Marlon Vera, or... And uh, Davy Grant, that fight I think is going to be pretty exciting. It's a rematch. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one that one's going to come in and 
surprise some people. I think Davy Grant is good. But I don't know. Marlon Vera, he always pulls off the win Yeah. against the, the better fighters. And I think he needs to come in and get this win as well. Uh, he finally got a challenge in Jose Aldo. And, then, and uh, he didn't really pull off the win with that one. Uh, I was kind of disappointed with Jose Aldo's performance in that fight, though. Because um, he kind of, the entire third round was him just kind of threatening with the rear naked, standing rear naked choke, and he didn't really do anything with it, though. Yeah. And so uh, Marlon Vera, I mean, it was, I think he was riding a lot of hype after he beat um, Sean, Sean O'Malley. O'Malley. Yeah. He's riding a lot of hype, but then um, he's, he comes in and he loses to Jose Aldo, which I think set him back. And so with. His fight against David Grant. I think this is going to probably... I, I personally think this is going to be fight of the night. That's I, what I'm saying. I yeah. like that one's going to surprise everybody, and that's going to take a lot of attention. Yeah, and um, I think he... I, I mean, he's fighting in a rematch against David. David Grant won the first one. And with this fight, it's like his, chan- his chance to right his wrongs and to see kind of where things go with that. And I, th- I, I like David Grant a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins, but I think Marlon Vera wins. Like I said, he does better when he has to rise to the occasion, I think. Um, whenever he's expecting to win, he doesn't do as well. I, mean, I don't know if it's a mental thing and he gets a little too um, complacent when he fights, but yeah. I think that one's going to be good. And so um, it's crazy to think that David Grant's been fighting in the UFC since like 2013. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he lost to Chris Holdsworth, the ultimate fighter. Um, but David Grant's been knocking people out, dude. His, his, past two, um, his past two wins have been by knockout of just one punch. One punch knockouts, and I think that's insane to see, at, especially at bantamweight. And so, uh, with him going against Marlon Vera, Marlon Vera's tough though. I don't think he can yeah. knock out Marlon Vera. But then again, I mean, David Grant's just putting people to sleep right now. So, um, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if David. I, I don't see David Grant knocking him out, but I wouldn't be surprised if he wins. But I would like to see more Marlon Vera pull off that upset win and finally beat a guy who's already beat him. You know? Yeah. If David Grant wins, I'll be happy because I like David Grant. But if Marlon Vera wins, I won't be surprised uh, either way who, with whoever wins. But if, if Marlon Vera wins, I think it just kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah. He's constantly keeping his name in the top guy's spot, but he's not always in that spot. So this is going to put him back in that spot if he gets that win. Uh, if Davey Grant wins, that kind of is, is starting to put him in that spot, which he's been trying to get to for a long time. Yeah. So I don't know. My choice on that fight, I really don't know. Um, I just think it's going to be a fun fight. I think so, too, though. I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, if the Matt Brown-Diego Lima fight goes on for a while, I mm-hmm. think that could be a fight of the night. But I feel like that's going to be a knockout in yeah. the first round. Someone's getting knocked out. I think uh, with the Matt Brown fight, though, if Diego Lima's willing to engage him, though, uh, Diego Lima fights pretty long. He stays on the outside. And Matt Brown likes to get in your face. He likes to, he likes to fight. And um, he's been in the UFC since, like, the late 2000s, man. I mean, that's what he does. And he just likes to throw down. But Diego Lima, I don't think, can handle that kind of style at the same time, you know? If uh, Diego Lima backs up into a cage, I think he's going to lose. That's that's Matt Brown's favorite place. And I think it's going to be a, it's, it's gonna be the story of the fight. Yeah. Is that uh, It's crazy to think Matt Brown, too. He found the ultimate fighter of the four Griffin versus uh, Rampage season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had that really nasty knockout whenever that guy fucked with his dip can. He put lime juice in his dip. <laughs> he got so pissed. And, um, and he th- says, you don't mess with a man's dip. Yeah, especially a former heroin addict's dip. You do not mess, yeah. with, you do not mess with his fucking nicotine. Uh, but, yeah, man. So for the next fight, though, it's a featherweight bout. You have Julian, Julian Rosa. Rosa taking on uh, Sung Woo Choi and... Julian Rosa, he's coming off of a knockout loss, I believe. Oh, actually, excuse me, coming off of a knockout win over the he had a flying knee knockout on uh, Nate Landwehr. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that who. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, these are two that I actually haven't seen much on. Um, I did see the Choi last name, and I got real excited because I thought it was Duho Choi, and I was like, oh snap, I want to see him fight again, <laughs> and it's not him. He doesn't fight till July, so I don't know. Uh. Yeah, July 31st is when he's fighting yeah. again. Flying knee knockout. I like to hear that. Yeah. That's so, always fun. I think both these guys are definitely going to go at it. I think Julian Rose is going to pull off the win, though. Take your word for it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he's just – he goes out there and he just – he wants it. He wants the win. Uh, this is this actually his second run in the UFC as well. Yeah? Uh, yeah, he, uh, he's he been in the UFC before, and when he was there, he he went one in three. 
he was on the contender series. He won by a head kick. And then after that, um, he lost three straight. He got knocked out twice, and he wins a decision with Grant Dawson. So he uh, fought one time on the regional circuit, and then he came back. And since he's came back, he um, knocked out Lane, Nate Landwehr, and he submitted uh, Sean Woodson with okay. a uh, dark stroke. So he's finishing guys now. Woodson's he's he's good. coming in, and he's proven a point to do that. Then you have Soong, who's – I mean, he's looking good. He's currently on a two-fight win streak. But, uh, I mean, he only has four fights in the UFC right now. So he's still pretty fresh in the UFC. Uh, he was He's 2-2 two and two right now. One of those losses are to Gavin Tucker. Okay. And uh, Gavin Tucker uh, submitted him. So, but I think Julian Rosa is going to come. I think he has a point to prove, and he's just going to. I don't think he's going to walk through soon, but I think he's going to get soon a really, really good fight as well, though. Well, I always like to see uh, different countries get represented well. Yeah. Uh, just because I believe that mixed martial arts is one of the most diverse sports in the world without having to be a uh, quad annual get together of the countries. Uh, so I th- just something that's going on year round and the amount of countries that get representation, I think it's awesome. So I'll be pulling for Choi, I think. Yeah, I will too. And so uh, for the co-main event of the night, this is a fight that I th- I think you'd be excited I'm very for. excited for this. Yeah, we got Ser- Sergei Spivak. Spivak and Spivak. Alexei Olenek. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. And so right now, though, I think I think Sergei's going to take it for sure. I'm, uh, I'm kind of worried he's going to. I'm a, I'm a big yeah. Alexei Olenek fan. Um, it's... <laughs> It doesn't get any more fun than some giant ogre of a man who's like in his forties, putting people to sleep. Yeah, that's I mean, bear hugging them on the ground till they go to sleep with an arm triangle, that's uh, or a head and arm choke arm triangle. It's it's so fun to watch that to me. Hey, dude, um, Sergey though, he's one ugly motherfucker. Man. <laughs> he looks like sloth from the Goonies. Like, uh, it's it's it's. I think it's not gonna be as exciting. To, to like the casual MMA fan, yeah. as you would think, with a heavyweight fight with two guys who always get finishes, I don't think it's going to be that exciting because um, Sergey likes to push yep. and take you down and beat you up. You don't take down Alexei Olenek. No. Uh, that's just not a good move. So we've seen Alexei Olenek get pushed and punched from the outside, and that worked. Um, I had no idea that uh, Alexi Olenek's been in the UFC since 2014. Yeah, man. He's been around for He's a while. He's been doing it for a long time. He fought. Uh, he has a win over Mirko Krokop. Mm-hmm. He's That's... got a win over a lot of names. It, it's kind of surprising. Um, and most of them are either by decision or submission. But 75 pro fucking fights, dude. Yeah, man. Dude's a true veteran through and through. It's insane. He looks like it. Yeah, he And does. what's crazy is he still rocks a mohawk. Yeah, Chuck Liddell style. Do, who's that? Uh, Olenek? Yeah, really. Yeah, he gets he uh, just before every fight he shaves it. It's not like the stripe mohawk, but it's yeah. uh, kind of wider and it ends in like a point. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, he's he's awesome. I love watching Alexi Olenek fight. Um, so I hope he get I hope he gets the one. I hope he gets a submission win. And it's just like, yeah, guys, I'm not done. I don't care how old I am. I'm not yep. done. Because they every every time he loses, they're like, oh well, you know, you got to think that's it for him. Yeah, I mean, because he's got knocked out twice. He lost, yeah. he got knocked out by Derek Lewis. This is his t- last two losses in the last two fights, just in general, were two losses. Uh, Derek Lewis knocked him out, and then after that, uh, Chris Dawkins knocked him out. Yeah, and which the Chris Dawkins fight, I was very surprised with. Um, he just couldn't handle Chris Dawkins. I think Dawkins is that's what that's one of the reasons I think Dawkins is moving up. Um, both of them, even they, uh, who lost recently was it. Kyle Dawkins, yeah, he lost. Yeah, oh, Kyle yeah. Dawkins. He lost to uh, um, Phil Haas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Even with that loss, I think both of them are going to keep moving up at some point. Um, they're just going to be hard to stop. Both of those guys are so fun. Um, but Olenek keeps it going. I think. Yeah. I, I, in this fight, I think he. I think he gets another win. Maybe he retires, but I think he keeps it going. That's the thing too, though, is with uh, Vivac's style, it plays in Olenek's favor. Yeah. Because if it goes to the ground early, Olenek's going to be ready to go. They're going to be dry. He's not going to be. He's not going to be able to slip out of Olenek's grip yeah. as easily. Imagine so. he pulls off another Ezekiel choke. That'd be that's insane, dude. Insane. That's a choke that you need a gi for, and he pulls that off. Without he pulls a gi. it off. He's done it several times. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he makes this stuff happen. Man. I don't know. He just. He's just got real long arms, and he's a really big guy. Yeah. Uh, 
So I got Olenek by submission. Really? Second mm. round, I guess. I don't know, man. I think uh, Spivak takes it to him. Spivak's coming up. He's looking good. Well, and, he's uh, been coming up. Yeah. And then he goes back down. Yeah. And but he comes up again. I think Olenek's just, I think I think <laughs> I think his uh, biological clock is catching up with him, though. And I, I don't see Spivak finishing him, though. But uh, I see it going to decision. Yeah. Just because the way that Spivak, the way he finishes fights is he just he be, he kind of just grinds you out and he beats you up and then yeah. they stop the fight and I don't see that now working in Olenek's favor enough to where that he's still in the fight you know so but I would like to see Olenek actually pull off that win though get a submission win so so I'm 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 predicting with my heart yep <laughs> um and the headliner is going to be a real exciting one it's uh chan sung jung the korean zombie against dan ige uh both heavy hitters both very fast great great boxing um i don't see this one going to the ground but if it did i think chan sung jung's got it yeah um, dan ige is looking good he just won yeah, by a 20 second knockout where he knocked out gavin tucker quick as fuck and then you have uh chan sung jung who um i mean he's slowing down a little bit he's been fighting since the wec he's been around yeah. for a long time and um i think he is starting to slow down a bit he looked very one-dimensional in his fight against brian ortega i don't think he expected brian ortega to have the stand-up improved as much as he did in that fight he was getting rocked a lot i mean shit he was getting hit with a bunch of punches a bunch of clean elbows um he got dropped in the second round and Ige hits hard, man, but it's also one of those things where it's like Chen Sung Jung has always been um, a top-level fighter. Yeah, for and sure. With uh, Ige, Ige is coming up. I mean, his losses have only been to really good fighters. I mean, he's a loss to Calvin Cater whenever they first got in the UFC. Well, excuse me, they weren't in the UFC. They were both kind of on the rise with their featherweight uh, journey. And then you have Chen Sung Jung who... I mean, he's looking good, but it's uh, with his fight against Brian Ortega, just it raised a lot of questions. It's like, okay, are you gonna keep, be able to keep competing at this level? You know, he's in his mid mid thirties now. I mean, he was coming off of some great wins, but uh, I mean, his his Brian Ortega fight just stood out to me a lot. That's like, okay, things were starting to catch up. You have uh, Ige, who's twenty nine, who's going in there and just he's. I mean, the guy's thinking it's 50K because he's always coming in for a bonus. Either it's knockout or fight of the night. But, um, I mean, up until his fight with Calvin, Calvin Cater back in uh, July of 2020, he was on a really good win streak, you know? he came. He, so I think Ige pulls off the decision when I don't think he finishes uh, Chan Sung Jung, though. But I think it's going to be a great fight regardless. Yeah, I think Ige's going to come in and be aggressive. Um but the way to beat Chan Sung Jung is to not be aggressive. Yeah. So I think I think it's gonna play in just uh, Korean Zombie's favor, and I, I don't I don't know if I want to say he gets the win because fights like that you can, it's so hard to tell. But um, I'm just always pulling for him. I'm gonna keep predicting with my heart. Yeah. I'm gonna say Korean Zombie knockout. Now, I could see it. Don't get me wrong. Like you yeah. said, he is really good at fighting aggressive fighters. He finds yeah. those openings really, really well. He in 2013 he went to he had to join the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's South Korean, and that's part of the deal there. Yeah, I, think uh, it's a, I think it's like a two year mandatory. Yeah, yeah. And so he came back in 2017, fought Yari Rodriguez, and won. Yari Rodriguez was very aggressive, mm-hmm. and that. Wait. You know, Wait, with the Yaya Rodriguez, I'm sorry, he lost, he lost, he lost. Um, yeah, that was the the really fun fight where he did the weird elbow, where he ducked down and threw the elbow. I don't know how to explain that. He just like yeah, he ducked down and threw. He made his arm go the his elbow instead of going forward. He threw it from the back, like he was rushing in and, from uh, the back, from the back, uh, over his head. Yeah. He threw like a backwards elbow. Yeah. I don't know. It was it's fucking hard weird. to explain. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, but I, it, I do. I try to do that. Like after watching that, I can't get my arm that high. I don't know yeah. how the fuck he did it. But yep. he caught Chan Sung John real, real good with that. Um, but he's very aggressive, and it and it pulled off. Um, and then Chan Sung Jung, I think he made some uh, improvements. He came back and he fought Moikano, who was very aggressive. Yeah, he knocked he him out. He fought Edgar, who 
was is always trying to be in your face. Um, and these are just things you don't do with uh, Chan Sung Jung. So, no. and then when he fought Brian Ortega, Brian Ortega pieced him up from the outside yeah. and ended up getting the win. So, does Danny Gay go out there and be the aggressor and try to push the pace with a bit of a high risk, or does he fight smart? We'll have to see. I think that'll be the deciding factor in that yeah. fight. How disciplined is he to actually say, I want to win this fight to boost my stock versus I want to just knock this guy out? Yeah. So. How de- how dedicated are you to that that nickname? Yeah, 50K. Yeah. He's going to be someone else's bonus check. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah. Uh, these, are the, these are the cards we got throughout this week. Um, other than that Sean Strickland thing, man, MMA news is other than matchups as well. There's just not much to talk about. I think it's been a pretty chill time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Weidman's walking around again. He's training again. So there's that. If you guys aren't keeping up with Chris Weidman, uh, he's healthy. He's getting back to yeah, it. Just hanging out. No, he's training. No, he's tra- is, is he like, what's he doing? Like He's going to the gym and he's boxing and he's uh, working some stuff. Yeah. You haven't seen ki- it? Working kicks? Yeah. Really? You haven't seen it? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Oh, that's so scary. It is. He said he feels great, though. He's yeah. like, he's like, I'm so happy I get to do this. I, like you guys don't know mentally the number it's done on me to not be able to do this. So now I'll get to come back and do it this early. I'm so happy. God, that's so scary. You, I mean, I would never want to throw a leg kick in my life again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I did Anderson ever throw kicks after he I was his? just thinking that. I was just thinking that. Did he throw leg kicks? And if he did, were they the same? I don't know, man. But no, Chris Weidman's looking happy, and he's back in the gym. He's doing stuff, you know. Yeah, fuck man. Oh yeah, other uh, outside MMA, but more Muay Thai. Rebecca Irwin picked up another win. This past. Yep, Rebecca Irwin out of Heritage Muay Thai um, got a TKO win. Um, getting the belt. Heritage Muay Thai's got a lot going on. They have a lot going on, man. They're doing great. Yeah. So cool. Um, they have a couple other people fighting. Here in the next couple of weeks, uh, I want to say it's Oliver Jimenez with a fight. That could be wrong. Who's that? I could be a fool. Oliver Jimenez. Uh, I'm not, I haven't kept up with it too much. Um, well, there's going to be a couple fights coming up soon with them. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming up out of there. We're going to have some surprise stuff coming from there as well. Yeah. In the next few weeks. Um, that we'll be able to talk more about later and anything else hmm. Dan Hardy got a fight yet that's nope. what I want to know he's not coming back to like 2066 man that's all I care about so yeah then oh uh when's that trailer fight card is that, I think that's this weekend right this is like in this trailer fight card they're putting on is like actual boxers going in the ring this isn't just people just well except for the Excuse me, the guy that um, Vitor Belfort's fighting. Uh, Vitor Belfort is fighting. That's right. Real, the real Tarzan. I don't know who the fuck that guy is, but I heard he's, he's a real really cool, I heard he's cool. Like um, that's who he is. He's like a reptile keeper over in Florida. Yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. And so you see him running around with the monkeys. He in the world. And so uh, uh, was it? He was trying to find these people like him. And so yeah. He just, uh, he's taking on the real Tarzan. I don't, I'm not sure what the man's real name Two is. Two worlds, one it, family. These are songs from the Tarzan movie. Oh, really? Jeez. <laughs> Fucking dude. Phil I don't Collins. Listen, I don't listen to Phil Collins too much. <laughs> What's that? Um, so, back to the fights. Not yeah, no. If, if Vitor can look good, I think that'll be really cool. Um... I don't know if I'd see it happening, though. No, I don't see it happening. I don't see that guy being conditioned up In to In boxing? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't I don't see that guy being... Well, who's that, Vitor? Yeah. Well, the, guy's not a, the guy he's fighting is not a boxer. Is he trained in boxing? I don't know. So you're putting so a... you jump ropes with snakes? That'd be cool. <laughs> Super wrestle. I, but actually, you should check out his YouTube page, actually. I probably a lot will. Of people, if, he, a lot, if he's a... Uh, Works with animals. I'll probably check yeah, it out. That's pretty should, cool. Yeah, it, it actually is pretty cool what he does. And a lot of people say how wholesome he actually really is. Like he just yeah. he cares about what he does. He has a let me let me look up right now because I really think that that sounds familiar. And yes, it is all over Jimenez with a fight on June twenty sixth. By the way, and real so, Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, I won't be paying for this card this time though. I'm not saying I'm gonna legally stream it. Mike Holston. Is that who it is? 
Uh, yeah, I believe it's, yeah, that's his name. He's pretty jacked. Yeah, he is. Nah, I think Vitor's gonna get knocked out. Going eight rounds, man. Said he fought with a lion. This guy literally fought with a lion, and Vitor's supposed to fight this guy. Yeah, Vitor Belfort is a lion. He's back on TRT. What the fuck? He fought a lion, literally. I don't care if Vitor if, if it's TRT tour. <laughs> You're not a lion. So, um, <laughs> for some other fights, so you have uh, Andy uh, Vince is taking on Jono Carroll. Jono Carroll's uh, English fighter, and uh, Andy Vince is he's kind of coming up a little bit. Yeah, uh, and this is the trailer fight card. Yeah, and then you have Michael Hunter, who's coming off of a loss, taking on Mike Wilson. That's a fight. I'm, I'm kind of like weird that that fight's. I, I don't know how I feel about that fight because, um, Mike Wilson's like fucking forty, dude, and. You have, uh, what's his name? Yeah, he's like 40, and Michael Hunter's coming up pretty well. He's He has a pretty decent record. And so, um, also I'll just, I, I also discovered some of these fighters just this past weekend. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, let me go and place my uh, PFL. Not my PFL. Um, my verdict MMA bets. Yeah. Uh, well, I hate to say it, but if you're on Triller, I'm not paying attention. Um, Triller's just so willing to be a celebrity freak show that I, I find it hard to pay attention. Um, and that's why I'll give it to, like the, the guys that they have fighting on this card. They're real. Like they're they're These are actual boxers. Like Michael Hunter, he's taking on uh, Mike Wilson. Michael Hunter is a pro boxer and he has a pretty decent record as well. Well, that's, that's where I get frustrated is, um, it's 19 and one and one. He has uh, one loss and one draw. That, that's where I get frustrated is you have real boxers on the same card as yeah. celebrities. And it's, it's, that's where the freak show part yeah. comes in. If you're nothing but celebrities fighting, awesome. That's exciting. Uh, because who doesn't want to see that? Uh, maybe get some more, like, prominent celebrities. Uh, I don't know. There's a, a, a uh, YouTuber versus TikTok boxing card recently. Oh, yeah. I didn't pay any attention. I didn't look into it. I still haven't looked into it, and I don't plan to. Um, but I will say that's exciting. That's cool because even though it's a bunch of people who don't know how to box, um, you know, at least it's sticking to that. Yeah. That's all it is. It's not claiming to be a real legitimate boxing event. Um, that being said, Aaron Carter boxed Lamar Odom. Oh, yeah. Um, Last Friday. And he got knocked out. It was expected (laughs) but uh i know aaron carter worked hard to get ready for this i was i I was actually paying attention to that it was weird i never knew it was happening until you told me about it yeah uh he's covered in tattoos now aaron carter Mm -hmm. um fuck does he have on his chest oh i don't know what they are i just know he's covered in tattoos now i didn't even know that was aaron carter he's fighting i was like who the fuck is this crackhead they put in the ring with him yeah it's aaron carter yeah what songs did he do the i want candy that was him right yeah, yeah, I forgot about that so one. So long ago. Uh, now he's boxing freaking the giant Lamar Odom. Yeah. I don't know why, but it happened. Too. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, uh, he's had some issues. So I'm not surprised he didn't look like a great uh, boxer. I'm just talking like his physique. He's just yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't look like a great boxer. No. And he's not. Um, but... Again, it's just that it is what it is, and it stayed true to that. It didn't throw in some real boxers with some fake stuff, or not. I say fake stuff, but I just mean they're not real boxers. Yeah, um, it, that's it's advertised as celebrity boxing as well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like when you don't, when you tr- like Triller tries to act like they're a legit boxing organization. Yeah, and it's like you should. You're so close to being that, and then you put like you put you headline a card with Jake Paul. Yeah, and then or you Logan have Paul. Oscar and it's De La like Hoya what is and Oscar De La Hoya. Your commentators are Snoop Dogg and Pete Davidson. Yeah, it's hilarious, but it's not a comedy show. After a while, it gets really old. If you yeah, watch, if you're a fight fan, it gets old of watching. Just I can only guys. hear the word "oh, that's lit." I can only hear "lit" so freaking much. Yeah, can you imagine Joe Rogan, Paul Felder, Dominic Cruz? Haha, <laughs> that was a sick right hand. Freaking lit, bro. This this fight's pretty lit. Can you imagine that? There's a reason they don't talk like that, because it's stupid and unprofessional. Um, so I can only watch so much of it. 
Well, that's why I never liked having even like when the UFC would do the contender series with Snoop Dogg. I'd never really cared for it because all Snoop Dogg did was just shit on the fighters. Yeah, and it was and like, like let's, that's because you don't do it. You don't understand what you're looking at. And like I understand like Snoop Dogg's a cool guy. I like his music. I think who he's doesn't funny. like Snoop Dogg? And so like yeah, I like There's him. There's no but hate it's towards like, Snoop Dogg. It's just. I, I don't like whenever this guy is shitting on fighters and it's like you don't even fight. Like these guys would kill you. I don't care mm-hmm. if you killed somebody back in high school, which he did. He's, um, but it's like I, I don't care about that. You don't go in there into these guys' territory and just shit on them. It's like Stephen yeah. A. Smith. I didn't like when Stephen A. Smith was doing it. And he's just about gotten himself banned from ever working with MMA because yeah. he just can't stop giving his opinions and then getting blasted for it. And then – getting upset that people are telling him he's wrong yeah uh so i don't i don't think he's gonna be working with mma much i'm okay with that because i am too when he said he he, i remember the big thing that started it all was when he said donald cerrone quit against mcgregor that was a really bad one and then he said he doesn't like to watch women's fights because he doesn't want to see them get hurt and it's like okay yeah but they're fighters they know what they're doing they would hurt you yeah, get out of here. That guy up. And uh, he doesn't claim that he can beat up a a, a woman fighter yeah. or anything. It's I'm not saying he, he does claim that he has stuff. hands though. Yeah, he yeah. said I know what I'm doing. I'm an athlete. I do this for a living. I talk sports. Hey, bro, for a living. Dom Dom Reyes was a fucking athlete, and we've seen what happened to him. Yeah, but we also seen him look good against John Jones. He did, yeah. And then well, and, and some and a couple rounds he looked really good. Yeah, <laughs> and then he lost that fight. That's but, hard enough as it is, though. So yeah, I mean, which I mean, it's not a knock on him, but I mean, just because you're a, a you know, athletic guy doesn't always mean you're always gonna come out on top. Yeah. So for Stephen A. Smith to be trying to talk trash on these real fighters, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. No. Um. So yeah, with stuff like uh, Triller having legitimate boxers, I feel bad because they're real boxers. They're going out there. This is their career. This is what yeah. they do, and they're making a ton of money doing it. Good for them. I just can't, I can't get on board when you start throwing in, like, like when Dana White's bringing on uh, CM Punk. I wanted to believe CM Punk was ready to actually do something. <laughs> Boy, was he not ready. Mike Jackson beat the freaking brakes off him. Yeah, I knew he wasn't going to be ready for that fight either. I was like, man, I don't agree with this. You're closer to 40. I mean, I understand you do some jujitsu on your free time, but um, yeah, no, there's levels to this shit, man. You can't just jump right in. And, I mean, I don't know why Dana decided to give him the opportunity. He should have made that contender series fight on, uh, like, just put that on the contender series, like, and not even advertise it. But I remember uh, I was ordering it, food. It was, I'm sorry. No, it was, like, good. the headliner, right? Or the co-headliner? It was on the main card. There was guys who were fighting under CM Punk on that fight card. And it was like, so why the fuck are they on the prelims? Um, anyway, you were ordering food? I was ordering. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was just ordering food to take home and watch these fights. And... I remember I caught the CM Punk fight while I was waiting, and I was like, why the fuck did they make this on the main card? Was I with you? Maybe. Because I was standing in line at a wing place watching that fight. I think it was us. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I, I think it was. Uh, we went to call Michael J- M- Mike Jackson was just, like, throwing these, like, looping punches, like, fucking with them and yeah. stuff. Yeah. The whole fight was just him making CM Punk look like the joke he was yeah. as an MMA fighter. Yeah. Not hating on CM Punk, just uh, he went in there and he did it. Most people can't say that. Yeah. Um, most people aren't the level of fame CM Punk is, so they don't get that opportunity. But, uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... <clears throat> I bet you that because of that whole CM Punk thing is why Dana White won't sign other celebrities to yeah. go and fight. And I don't I don't blame him, but it's like he, he acts like, yeah, I would never... I would never do those sideshow things. You do it all the time. Yeah. You do it all the time. Brock Lesnar is a sideshow. Just because he's good at it doesn't make him less of a sideshow. Sideshow. Sideshow? Sideshow. Is that the right word? I'm saying it a lot now. Circus show? Anyway, we're going to get ready to end this one. We're getting getting weird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts overcast uh radio whatever um appreciate the support everybody we'll keep in touch